Are you guys ready yet? Yeah, we're live. Oh, no. <laughs> Introducing oh, Huawei. no. All right. Well, when John Moltz is done celebrating, I'm done. Live, Go ahead. We're getting paid for this. Introducing Huawei. Folks, we're introducing Huawei MateBook X Pro, winner of 27 Global Awards, that now comes with Windows Hello. Unlock your Huawei MateBook X Pro with the touch of your fingerprint. Secure, fast, and no password to remember. For a limited time, get a free $300 gift card with purchase. How? By visiting a Microsoft store near you today for the Huawei MateBook X Pro. That is not a device that Apple talked about. We're here with all the latest Microsoft news. People are tuning in. <laughs> I didn't catch the Microsoft keynote, but I did. I did. Uh, nor did I watch the WWDC keynote. I read the uh, Six Colors live tweets late, and I read some other tweets late, and some other stories late. <laughs> late I breaking tell you, news from Lex. It's uh. <laughs> These things are less exciting when you don't watch them. Like, even if you don't watch mm-hmm. them live and then watch them later, if you just read them, uh, my overall reaction was like, okay. <laughs> so that's the in-depth analysis I wanted to share with you both. That, you, okay. that, we've been waiting three days for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bleep bloop. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts. <laughs> John, you got Tell thoughts? Tell me your thoughts. I have opinions, but I want to know your thoughts. I'm very excited um, to uh, to get walkie-talkie finally. <laughs> I actually, re- that's like the thing I think of the most for some reason because I think I would actually use it. Like I would, t- why would walkie? Because my wife and I work in the house together in separate rooms, and I would walkie-talkie her all the time. <laughs> She's gonna hate it. Yeah, I was like, Karen is already against this. Yeah, because she does phone interviews. I'm just upstairs typing, and she does phone interviews, and I'm like. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> oh man yeah we really are been Karen, craving John that, that <laughs> classic nextel vibe yeah <laughs> i also actually don't understand it's, it's it's a watch only feature or is it watch and phone it is watch only i believe watch only, i don't man. get it i don't get it why why it doesn't make any sense to me i think I'm, it's very dumb did you never watch you think it should Tracy? be on the phone is what is like? wrong with you <laughs> You, just, you like, think it should be on both, is what you're saying. Right, well, first of all, I think the walkie-talkie feature in general is dumb. Oh, <laughs> well, you're starting, you, from a so position, starting from a position of strength there. It's, it's dumb, especially because like, it's basically already built into iMessage. I will tell you this, and I think this is probably why they're doing it. You know the, uh, the ability to record the message and send it that's built into iMessage and built into WhatsApp? You know what I'm talking about? Like You can just record audio and send it. Yeah. Sure. Not with that emoji, but just so. the tab. Nobody uses it here. It's very popular... I have found, and I have limited experience with this, but in countries with non-romance uh, languages, with 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 the, you know, without our alphabet, because oh, I yeah. think typing in typing Hebrew harder. on the phone and typing in some Asian languages on the phone is very hard. And so I know firsthand that in Israel, my sister who texts me, who is freaking American, <laughs> Israeli also, only sends me texts that are her speaking to me, and it is like horribly annoying because it takes more time and it requires more attention and i can't just read it etc um and i'm like why do you do this he's like oh this is what we all do and when i was in israel it is true it is what they all do and then i was doing some research on it it seems like so i'm guessing that's where it comes from is like hey since people like to communicate this way and since dictating or typing with your iphone with i'm sorry with your apple watch sucks this will be easier but i don't know i don't get it it's already there on the phone i don't know why it wouldn't be compatible with the phone i'm guessing i don't know it's dumb i think it's dumb is anybody, are you guys like excited about it? Are you excited about walkie-talkie functionality? You're watching. I, I am, a, you know, in a in an animoji kind of way. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, do I don't think that I'll probably end up using it very much. But I'm excited okay. to try. It. I, I don't think I'll Fair. probably end up using it that much either. Um, other than to the bother bother one of you guys. But Lex doesn't wear his Apple Watch anymore, so I guess that's <laughs> off the table. It doesn't work, but it doesn't. Does it, it even you work have to be with on the same Wi-Fi Apple network? Watches? Don't you? Oh, really? Do you have to be on the same Wi-Fi network? Oh man, I think so. Yeah. That's less fun. It's a walkie-talkie. It's not like whatever. <laughs> I like a I mean, like, walkie-talkie. If you had a walkie-talkie and I had a walkie-talkie, they would not work. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever worked? Have you ever used a walkie-talkie? <laughs> Are we we're discovering uh, a generational no. gap here? Yeah. No, I, I was not a walkie-talkie. No, I did I actually did have walkie-talkies when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I had the Star, I had the Star Trek. Walk- I had the Star Trek walkie-talkies. The the big blue communicators. <laughs> That's it's they were so awesome. They looked nothing like a communicator, <laughs> other than it had a lid that flipped open. That was that was about it. Um, this is a new easy way to have one-on-one conversation with anyone who has a compatible Apple Watch. 
Whether you're at a concert or trying to find someone on a crowded beach, you're not on the same Wi-Fi network in those places. Uh, what did it, it, yeah, it's just when you, you see a list of people with an app, I think watch it works. You often call, text, or email. Mm, okay, all right. I mean, walkie talkie the shit out of it. I guess it said it had to be on Wi Fi, or I think you, maybe you have to have a cellular. Yeah, right, right. Because right. basically, my understanding is that it's it basically runs a FaceTime audio call in the background, like constantly for about like, unless you like let it lapse for like five minutes and then it goes and then it hangs up the call essentially. But it's it's essentially just a keeping an open line of communication and then just only sending stuff when you trigger it. Huh. Okay. Right. So yeah. So John and I are gonna be doing a lot of walkie talkie <laughs> stuff, Lex. You're really missing out. That's but fine. you know what? By the hey, way, if you're at a crowded beach or you're you're at a crowded concert, the last thing I imagine you're gonna do is holding your little tinny watch up to your ear to hear whatever the hell the other person is saying. Just put that out there. Put that yeah. out there. That's no, all right. right. I think I would use it in the house for like when I'm up in the attic and I want to bother people in the house and I don't want to come downstairs. I just yell. That's really when I text loud. people. <laughs> Uh, I've you, been in dance house. Well, he we does. can't we can't walkie talkie likes, but you know what we can do is have a thirty two person FaceTime call with. Him. <laughs> now that I'm into, we need twenty nine more people. Yeah, we uh, we need. Tw- I, I think I looked at the people I was watching the keynote with, and I was like, I don't have thirty friends. <laughs> <laughs> also, like it's helpful for meetings in theory, but since they never did make it an open standard, and since there is no like web interface for it. This, no one's ever going to use it except to prove that they can use it, right? Well, I mean, multi-person, 30-person things, probably not, but... Right, I mean, multi-person, sure, but 32-person, yeah, Like, no. theoretically, we could then record this show via a FaceTime call, which was never popular, like, possible before, right? Like, there are, they're having FaceTime calls with multiple people. Like, I have a bunch of family members with iPhones. That seems like a really great option, right? Because it's so much easier than being like, all right, set up your Skype account, go launch Skype, right? Like, make sure grandma's got a Skype account, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> grandma does not have a skype account <laughs> grandma does not want a skype account um, right. yeah and so it's certainly a multi-person thing i think the 32 thing is weird just because it's like you know we went from two and you're like thinking four eight people maybe and it's like 32 people i was like guys guys dial it back down that's that was <laughs> that's overly aggressive felt like they had a point to prove yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad. Well, I'm right. glad. It's I mean, there. you know, like I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain about too many people. No, no, no. I'm I not, I'm not love, complaining. I just find no, it hilarious. I do love the the live and emojiness that you can support. I there. think that creeps the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry, well, really? I, think I, cool. think it's, I think it's. I think it's cute because cool. I'll tell you what. Google Hangouts used to support stuff like. That. Oh yeah, the hats that you put and on stuff. funny hats yeah. and sound effects and. Fading, we used to you know, we whatever. used to disrupt a lot of meetings with those, as I recall. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I did that at, at my next job too. And then eventually, Google's like, "Lex is using this too much. We're pulling the feature." Like they just took it. They they announced it for like three months. All these fun things will be going away, and I I couldn't believe it was going to happen. And then it did happen. <laughs> so I'm glad that Apple is upping the game of saying you can do both video conferencing and have fun at the same time. <laughs> so that one I'm okay with. I think 32 is a joke, but I I like that it can support more people now. That's good. The uh, so how do you that f- one gets the Lex Freeman seal of approval? Oh, all right, we're doing. We're doing ratings. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> we're doing picks. I picked that. No, one. we're not okay. doing picks. Stop. <laughs> um, how are your, how do you feel about Memoji? <sighs> it's basically Bitmoji, right? It's basically the same thing. It's like a little avatar of yourself. I, I mean, I hate Bitmoji. Well, so yeah, I, think this is, I actually think this is better, but that's just me. What do you, where do you use it? That was the part I didn't quite understand. Uh, I mean, in messages, having I not think. watched any live video, so basically, but you like, can, you can give it a live face based on your face, yeah, or you can talk it, with it, and then you send that. Yes, you, it's you set up, you make your, you make your face, you, yeah. you know, a just custom like, emoji, just like on the Wii or whatever, and yeah. uh, yep. and then it acts as an then, emoji, and then it'll it'll map to your facial facial right. features so to get the expressions and stuff. The uh, the emoji part is cool. I think what's interesting too is where they go from here because there are a couple things. I, I don't know if this is true, but I was talking to Jason Snell a bunch about it, and he's like, you know, I think. What's interesting is is if in a future version, they just give you an option to replace the default emoji face, like just like you can tap on it and be like, oh, you can just use your Memoji with that, like the hearts and the eyes emoji, right? Like, I don't know if that's possible right out of the box, but if not, I seem that seems like a a no brainer upgrade. Yes. I mean, I I get it. It, Although at small sizes, I don't know how useful it's going to be. I have no problem with it. I like Apple trying to explore more of the fun side. So I like, I know a lot of people, I, don't, I think shad on is too strong, plus not a real word. I think a lot of people poo-pooed, so to speak, an emoji as a <laughs> thing that you wouldn't use a ton. Interesting distinction. Um, but I, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I think, I think that it's, um, 
add emoji is cute and i think that people who love it love it and certainly i don't use it all the time but using it in just those rare occasions is fun i don't know anybody who uses them still i mean not still like continually let me try this again i don't know anybody who uses the non-animated versions right where you just tap it to send your current facial expression through character form i think that the human version Memoji actually has a likelier chance of being used for that purpose. Like it's right, your face right. going, yes. what? Like, I, I, I like yeah. that stuff. I yeah, like that I th- stuff. I, I think, think it's good. I actually I th- kind of want to save my favorite faces, which I, I, again, I haven't watched the video, so I don't know if it showed you doing that. But like if I have a really good face, I'd like to be able to reuse it. <laughs> well, first of all, you don't. So don't I do have a really it. good face, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the thing I think I heard is, it. The thing I think that's the most uh, clever about this is the fact that it kind of looks consistent with the Apple emoji set, right? Like it's it's mm-hmm. done in the same style, and I think yeah, it's a couple of the like Samsung tried to do these too, and I think they were just fucking creepy uh because there's a there's a there's a there's an art to it and and i used um, a, a friend's phone with the beta on it and i actually set one up and i don't know what their artist did but like they they managed to, to hit that same sort of um that same sort of inflection point that pixar gets to where it's like i know these aren't these are still cartoon characters but they seem very lively and they seem very human uh, and I feel like the emoji manages to capture that for whatever reason like they they did a nice job with the art style uh, so I think well, that's a plus. You raise a question I was going to ask, and you have seemingly answered it, or you've been very, very I'm subtle that in good. denials. Are you, <laughs> are you guys installing the betas yet? Everybody is saying that this is like the best developer beta ever, and it's faster than their regular release version of iOS 11 is, and it's like the most stable beta of all time. Are you guys using it? Oh, really? People said that? I have not heard the stability part. I've heard the faster oh, part. I've heard it I've, very... I've seen zero crashes from folks. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, I, the person whose phone I used was like, yeah, it's been really stable. And then in the 30s, <laughs> look at you anonymizing this, you will not identify your beta user. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Um, and uh, I'm not going to say it was Sason Janelle. That's just the it name wasn't use for this person. <laughs> uh, that's not. <laughs> We're a name, narrowing it down. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're gonna name the people. Wasn't. But I would say it was amusing because he's like, yeah, it's very stable. And then like within the five minutes that we were like passing around making me emoji it crashed twice. <laughs> Not like badly, <laughs> not badly, Mamie but there are clearly Hain, Mamie Hain Huber. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's supposedly very stable. I don't know. I mean, there's not, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, I, this I, I is how I defined it. not being super excited by the, the reading the keynote. And I think I'm, I'm telling you hands down, I think if I had watched with everybody else that I would have been as excited as everybody else. Um, but reading along with it, I was like, yeah, I'll wait till it's like. At least, I thought it was public. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Um, I think it. I mean, it went over two hours. It was a little long at a couple points. I don't think it needed to go over two hours. Just no joke. It merited like twelve tweets from the Bleed Six Colors live events thing. Like they got twelve tweets over two plus hours, which is interesting. I think, but there was a lot of there was a lot of good good and interesting stuff there. But there was also some there was definitely some stuff that they could have cut out. Yeah, I mean the whole and and then it ended up going and then it ended up going long. So I didn't I don't really understand why they the whole Apple TV section was kind of a snore. Like there wasn't much new. Like let me put it this way: I love that they added the ability to figure out where those screensavers are because that is all I really care about. Exactly. <laughs> but everything yes. else in there was not new. Essentially, like <laughs> everything else was just a recap of like here's how great the Apple TV is, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, right. So, well, so we've got we've got lots more to talk about. But before we do, I want to tell you guys a quick story. We're recording this. I, I'm hoping the day we release it. My guess is Dan's going to try to release it today. I don't know. Dan, you going to try to release it today? I, I guess I am now. <laughs> Well, it's been recorded, so you have to. Uh, but we were recording on Thursday, when usually we record on Tuesdays, um, because I was in South Florida. Actually, I don't know if I was in South Florida. I was in Florida. I don't know the Florida geography. I was in Florida, which is South, <laughs> for a work event. And I had to wear a suit. And uh, my thought as I was packing was, oh, my God, I have to wear a suit in Florida. And it's a billion degrees uh, Kelvin in Florida. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'll be fine. It's an Indochino suit. I picked my own fabric. It is lightweight, and I will do just fine, which... Spoiler alert, I did. Indochino is the largest custom apparel company. They make suits and shirts made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Not just yours. They make it to everybody. Like, not, okay, you get it. It's anybody's, your size. Okay. <laughs> Guys love the wide selection of high quality fabrics and the option to personalize all the details, including the lapel, the jacket lining, the monogram, and much more. Here's how it works. You pick your fabric. You choose the customizations. You submit your measurements. You sit back and wait. And three weeks later, or less, you're going to have your brand new Indochino suit. You can do this in one of two places, online at Indochino.com or in any of their showrooms across North America. This week, 
You'll never believe it, but our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com when you enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That is literally more than 50% off the regular price for a premium made-to-measure suit. Plus, shipping is free. One more time, that's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND, to get any premium suit for just $379 plus free shipping. That's an incredible deal for a perfectly tailored suit. I will tell you, I look good uh, in my Indochino suit, so I'm just putting that out there. If you want to look good like Lex Friedman, you know what to do, (laughs) (laughs) despite what Dan Morin says about my face. (laughs) Your your face is great. I wish we had a little more FaceTime. Oh, with 30 of our closest friends? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one of whom might be also on this show yes. <laughs> let's not said, let's yeah. not let's not commit let's this not is, commit this is from the guy this is from the guy who just said he doesn't have 32 friends <laughs> um i will tell you i, I didn't see it Molts have, doesn't count <laughs> i have still not seen a screenshot of what this looks like but a thing that i'm genuinely truly no shit most excited about with the ios update and the thing that will likely get me to go to the beta at some point is smarter do not disturb options just the screenshots people have been posting are right up my alley where it's like, hey, there's this meeting on your calendar. Do you want me to do not disturb you while you're in it? And it seems like it's going to offer up. You don't seem to respond to notifications in this app a lot. Do you want us to turn off those notifications and things like that? And I like that. I like anything that helps me help myself with notifications on my phone. Yeah, I, I think that whole suite of like stuff where it's like we're going to make you we're going to help you not use your phone like too much. Right. Like or not feel addicted or compelled to pick up your phone is really smart and one of those things that seems on the face of it counterintuitive right like why would apple want you to use their products less but in the long term makes a lot more sense because a they already have your money so what do they really care (laughs) (laughs) and b uh you know people are going to be i think people are going to be feel more positive about their devices when their devices aren't a thing that feels like it's it's pressing upon them and obligating them to do stuff like oh god it's really going to get people using their phones less i just think it's going to get people to be slightly less jerky uh, in meetings and stuff or at family events that kind of thing i don't think it's going to really like to, to get me to use my phone less at this point it would have to be like hey asshole i noticed you've been using pocket run pool and or tweetbot for the past 47 minutes do you want to go see the real world <laughs> which i don't think they're doing that well, but the, the screen time thing what do you think about that like in terms of telling you how much time that you have you know you spend on different apps and letting you limit my gut is i will never look at it because it will make me feel ashamed <laughs> okay see that's the thing though right like because if it works if you actually do look at it the shame may help you change but you got to want to change lex you, you know the data right. I want? No joke. I want to see the number of people who have turned on Do Not Disturb while driving because they didn't opt it in by default, which I thought they would. And I use it and I almost, I know almost nobody else who's using it because my friends are like, it. why does your phone always do that? I use it. I think that only like nerdy podcast people do it. <laughs> I used I used it um, and it drove my wife bananas. <laughs> it's called Do Not, do not Disturb Drive Your Wife Bananas Mode. <laughs> It's, yeah mm-hmm. so i had to turn it off <laughs> now do you use your phone more while driving again and no i just had to this let it accept space. her texts and let me keep, keep driving and ignore them but she <laughs> she didn't want to get a message that said <laughs> it's like she wants to send me information without getting a message back that says that i'm driving <laughs> can't you uh, you can you can edit that right you can, can you? edit the message it sends them you could say, well, did, hey, what, Karen, to say, I'm sure to say not something else right now. to say, I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Except that applies to anybody. No problem, boo. Anybody, anybody who texts you, yeah. I got a you're lot of texts from Bolts that says he loves me. I don't know what's happening. You're, you're the best. Keep sending me texts. I love them. <laughs> uh, my office, which I'm sitting in right now, faces the garage. And every time my wife takes the car, my car, um, my phone goes on do not disturb for a minute or two right right because it's she when you connect me from the car like hey don't forget to do this thing <laughs> she gets a reply that says that i'm driving even though i'm not i like the she's idea that she's like as soon as she leaves the house lex is like yeah hop in the car i'm out of here <laughs> i like that idea too um yeah there's a, so ios there's a bunch more stuff in in you know it's not a huge update but like they're doubling down on performance dan you know, I heard that I, I talked to an Apple employee who's like, this is serious. Like, they, there's a whole team dedicated to this and it's really a big, they're taking it like incredibly seriously and making it a really big deal. And I think that's also, I mean, A, again, just smart, right? Like people, there was a great bit in the talk show live uh, where John Gruber talked to, was talking to Greg Joswiak and he pointed out like, the idea that we slow down our phones by like, you know, deliberately when we introduce updates is the stupidest idea ever because it's like, 
how many people go, oh, my phone's so slow, Apple's so terrible, I'm just going to go spend a lot of money on a new phone from the same people. Like, if your car <laughs> breaks down, you're like, I'm definitely going to go buy another one of those shitty cars, right? Like, it, it's not... <laughs> It doesn't really make good business sense for them to do that. I think it's just more likely that it was nobody on Apple was really bothering to test it on old phones because they all have the newest phone. So they're like, yeah, whatever. Like it works. It runs on that phone. It just doesn't run well. Right. Nobody was using that all the time. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, if you, what are you going to do? You're going to switch to Android and just not get updates? Yeah. Well, that's your option. You could just not install the updates. It's the same thing. Yeah. So I think I think that the I'm interested to see how it works because like my girlfriend has an iPhone six and she has definitely complained about it getting sluggish. My mom has a five mm-hmm. S and like I used it the other day when I was trying to help her set up something. I was like, yeah, this is pretty terrible. I was like, I, I was at the point of considering just getting her an SE, um, you know, or potentially whatever replaces that down the road. But I, I'm curious to see if the if the update actually does really help those older devices, at least in some of the worst spots. That's something. Yeah. Smart. Since I have one of the older devices. Well, there's only so much we can do yeah. for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> we're adding software that makes John's phone bigger. Like a real phone. <laughs> we're, at, we're, at, we're, we're, we're updating John Moltz's performance himself. Like, just John will be more responsive now. There's no, there is no software update for that. There's no, also no hardware update. <laughs> I don't know. John Moltz SE2 all, seems pretty great. All the subsequent versions of John Moltz run just as slowly. <laughs> Uh, are you guys jazzed for augmented reality? Are you ready to augment your reality? No. Uh, some of that stuff looked kind of fun, but I mean, every time they show that stuff, it's it's stuff on a desk, and it's like <laughs> the, the the things that I've seen that are really cool are like it's always it's always a doorway, <laughs> yeah, where somebody is holding their phone up and like they're standing in a park, and there's like a weird doorway to a parallel dimension, and they walk through the doorway, and they're standing in the parallel dimension, and they turn around and they look back in the real world. That stuff is really cool. I don't know how long you'd use something like that, but it's pretty. I feel uh, like it's a I pretty neat demonstration. I haven't seen this, and I'm wondering if John has seen some like alien abduction thing that I just totally missed. <laughs> you haven't seen any of those? I guess. I guess I feel like I've I've seen or like you know maybe caught a glimpse of it, but like I haven't looked at again. No. Is it a? A lot of these things seem a little gimmicky, like you said. A lot of the stuff tends to be on it's, a desk. Yeah, and it's, it's cool. kind of gimmicky, but I mean, you you could see how. Um, you know, if they were doing something that was a universe that you know, yeah, it would be even possibly even cooler. Also, I or if, or, or possibly much lamer. Yeah, depends on. <laughs> I mean, whenever I look at these demos and they are often long and a, a bit too long, the the first thing that always occurs to me is like, who wants to hold a fucking device in front of them the whole yeah. time? Yeah. Right. Well, in in, in on this exactly. one they were doing, they were holding iPads, which was even That's worse. Like for the, but the Lego, I mean, that Lego one was pretty cool. It it was cool, although that one I just felt like, oh, now we're definitely robbing kids with their imaginations all the time. I love my Legos. <laughs> I didn't need them to be all like sparkly and, and, and interactive, but maybe now I'm just old. I'm old. Uh, you're, you're very old. But I do think that the, you know, I think that the inevitable is that Apple has like is going to do some sort of face mounted device some sort of glasses right. or whatever because just having your hands free to interact with then like virtual objects in some ways strikes me as possibly way more compelling also it, it gets rid of the problem yes. of like i'm just staring at this desk all the time right like then it's it there's an element of it's with you where you can wherever you go and it, it opens up possibilities <laughs> that are not just games right i stare at a desk all the time right now <laughs> i mean i'm used to just kind of looking see here's the thing i'm in the world i see stuff i can interact with it i'm doing just fine like my phone can just be on the phone and i'm okay with that too it's fine so you're 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 anti-augmented reality is what i'm getting from that lex i'm I'm not anti i just i haven't seen the use case yet that's like yes i want to do that like if it's something that's like a demo and worthy of a demo like look what this thing can do one time that's great but like i wanted to get beyond like well so that you know the example i've heard is for example let's imagine that you had like some sort of ar glasses right and you you're out and you're like okay i need to get to this restaurant or whatever and it can like overlay directions like right in front of you rather than you having to like look down at your phone and be like oh we're going down the right street oh no i i took the wrong the wrong branch of this street or something like that like there are more practical implications i think that become available once you are not tethered to staring at your phone and rather rather than having a window into this other reality having that other reality but actually be something that you feel like you're inside of or like or like 
just it's immersive right like and i think that's what it comes down to is like right now you're holding the phone up and it's like you're looking through the keyhole and that seems like an inferior way to deal with augmented reality you really want it to be permeating everything around you so that it actually provides useful information so that's kind of i think it's all clever and it's a lot apple laying a lot of groundwork but i think the story is only half there yeah and that's what i have to say about that the bad half got it Uh, <laughs> Mac OS Mojave. Oh, we skipped all the photos feature, so that's boring. We don't care about that stuff. I don't know. Do you care? No. I, I didn't <laughs> see. All I saw in the tweets was that there's expanded sharing features. What does that mean? So essentially, what it does now is, and I gather some, a lot of this stuff is stuff that Google Photos already does. Um, so, for example, if you uh, share, it can like look at the pictures you have taken. Like you go to a party or something, and it can. You know, it already does faces, right? So it recognizes people yep. and it can suggest like, oh, I noticed you and John and and Dan had a party together. Maybe you want to share these photos with John and Dan. And you mm, say, no, I don't ever want clever. to share anything with them. And it's okay, <laughs> that's fine. I share um, my heart with them. Isn't that enough? <laughs> and then, but then I don't want to go to macOS yet because you're skipping the other thing that well, I'm I didn't, I didn't about, finish. Which... Well, I didn't finish that because there okay. was another aspect oh. of that, which is that okay. when you do share those photos with like me and John, it will figure out like, oh, John and Dan also took photos at the same event. Do you oh, want okay. to share those photos back essentially? And then it lets you create like a shared event thing between between your friend. Oh, like, so we call it everybody's cover. version of the same photo of us. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. There you go. Uh, you guys didn't talk about Siri and workflow. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I knew right. I forgot we something. Didn't. Yeah, WTF with Mark Marin. But listen, I, you know I want to talk about Siri and workflow. But before we talk about Siri and workflow, I closed the window instead of opening it. So this is exciting. <laughs> I was navigating to the tab and I closed <laughs> it. This is where the well, app is going to go. In case you were wondering, <laughs> you don't have to. I think this is all gold. Uh, Omaha Steaks. Oh, I'm excited to do this ad. I love Yay! Omaha Steaks. Uh, are you trying to find the perfect gift for Father's Day? Yes. Omaha Steaks delivers hand-trimmed, flash-frozen, and vacuum-sealed meats directly to your door in an Omaha Steaks cooler. This is what I'm supposed to tell you about my personal experience with the product. Uh, because my parents don't listen, they can know. I got this package of delicious meat. My parents would like meeting meat. And it was fantastic. Uh, I went over to a different Dan, who's also my friend's house. He lives closer than Dan Morin. And we made... Literally everything. His kids ate the chicken fried steak. We ate the sirloin and the prime rib and, um, or, I'm sorry, the filet mignons. We, everybody had apple tartlets. Um, there was the meatballs and the hot dogs. Every single thing is so good. The pork chops were one of my favorite things. Like, it's phenomenal food. It's an insane value. One of the things I'm excited about is I get to tell you all the things in it in a second, and I'm going to see if I can do it in one breath. But right now, Omaha Steaks is offering our listeners a limited-time Father's Day package for only $49.99. By the way, that is an obscene price for the amount of meat you're going to get. It's literally 78% off. This is really an amazing deal. Legit. Go to omahasteaks.com. Search Rebound. Again, you're not going to put in promo code. You go to omahasteaks.com. In the search bar, you type in Rebound, and you can get this Omaha Steaks Father's Day package, which includes... Two filet mignons, two sirloins, four chicken fried steaks, two boneless pork chops, four all-beef Omaha steak burgers, four jumbo franks, 12 ounces of all-beef meatballs, one pound of steakhouse fries, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus get four more Omaha steaks burgers free with the purchase. Again, get this limited time package for only $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com and type in rebound in the search bar and add the Father's Day package to your cart. Again, omahasteaks.com, type the code rebound in the search bar to get this amazing deal. Don't wait. The offer ends soon. If you have a dad and that dad likes food, this is going to go over well. So my advice to you is do this. OmahaSteaks.com. Search for Rebound. God, it's so delicious. Did you guys get these too? Did you I get did. The yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Uh, yeah. I cooked a few of the steaks. Um, I took actually some of the burgers over to my parents' house on Memorial Day, and we made those, mm. and I had some of the hot dogs. I'm not, I'm not really a burger person, but uh, I heard the burgers were very good. I love the hot they dog. Uh, and the steaks were delicious. Very, that was very the great good. thing. Like I, I used I used a bunch of the, hot, the hamburgers, and then I went back in the freezer the other the next day and was like there's still more hamburgers in there <laughs> it's the magic and box. i also i made uh, i made um tonkatsu with the pork oh, um, pork chops oh, and I, it was I, super super good i did make the pork chops actually um i they were very good because um we actually had a recipe and the we had like left the pork for that one like a little too long i was like well we got a couple pork chops here we'll just sub them into this recipe from like one of the you know meal delivery kits and uh-huh. they were great they were great they're very very good nice Anyways, enough about meat. <laughs> Not really, but okay. Well, let's talk about the hey, meat of this. 
of course that time it worked go away Siri. <laughs> um the, what are these going to be shareable that's what i want to know are your recipes with siri workflow the workflow team are those going to be shareable does everybody have to make their own like if i want to make one that lets me tell amazon music to play a song Will I be able to sh- to? Will everyone be able to use the same so, recipe with Siri workflows, or do you have to create it on your own device each time? I'm not sure. There is an app that includes like a gallery, kind of like Workflow did. So yes. I don't know if that means you can share with other people, or it's just like Apple will be producing a bunch and making them. I- I'm not sure. I mean, I in theory, what I have heard is that pretty much all of the Workflow app is really in there. Like. You know, I heard uh, Federico Vitici was talking about this the other day, and he was like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's everything. Like, the things that, like, the scripting, for example, that he was, like, a little worried that might not make the jump is in there, apparently. So, I, I don't know if they've included the sharing stuff, but in theory, maybe. Um, and, like, what you really want to be able to do at this point is, if they're going to offer this level, and I, I maybe they've talked about this, like, can app, can app developers, third-party app developers, offer extra hooks to make it easier? Yes, I believe they can. Okay. I mean, the whole point so, of this is what essentially... I, I want Amazon Music to be able to say, like, take the variable of the song name that you said and play it, because that's like that's a game changer for me. Like right. the so only it, reason it, that I lust over Apple Music is because you can say play this song and your phone will, and I can't. Yeah. So what's interesting is that you know I saw this again on on the phone, and it, it like it there's an, a settings section where it like lists um stuff that you've done recently and suggest that you turn them into siri shortcuts um so it's like oh i noticed you look up like get a lift to this place or something and it like there you go you can make a shortcut for that just by like tapping a couple buttons um and so this stuff is like a stuff that's already it's based on a framework that's already in there that apple uses so like whenever you go into maps and it's like oh i noticed you looked up this like this direction this location recently somewhere else like i suggest that you want to get directions there um that kind of framework where it's like passing stuff around between apps to try and figure out like, okay, how can we surface information that rather than making you type something again, like we figured out that you want this thing. So it seems to be building on that framework. Um, I I don't know if it's just as going to be straight up to be able to be like, yeah, Amazon music, just play this song and it plays that song. I have no idea. I don't know. Some of that will at least depend on Amazon, Um, but apparently it's fairly robust. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. It, It seems really clever. It's, it seems to be positioned as a, not a replacement for the Siri kit thing, but I think the 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 story here is that like Apple rolled out integrations with some types of apps last year, two years ago um, yep. for Siri, and I think it's just I think it's harder than they thought it would be, and trying to expand it more broadly has been challenging. So this is an interesting way of sort of making an end run around that by putting a lot of the power into users' hands. And I want to go deep on it because like, are you allowed to claim words that Siri would otherwise use? Like can you like, can like you steal what? them? Like play like right exactly. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because uh, I mean, you could I could say I was like, let's hear right if I had to right. You can figure out something else. Right. But um, I'm I know that there are some cases where like I mean on the Mac you can this is such a poor analogy but you can you can steal another keyboard shortcut from a menu item if you want to mm-hmm. you just have to deal with the consequences and like I'd like to be able to make it be my own that's all yeah well, yes. and I want to make sure that they're back up to iCloud so when I get my next phone I don't have to redo all the things I'm sure they're gonna do all the things but like I think it's exciting I thought that was promising I think it's a way to make Siri smarter um, because they will learn how people are using it yeah. in clever ways. I think the big question is really whether it's open-ended stuff or really like, you know, creating shortcuts for things that are static, right? Like, so the example they give yeah. on the website is like, order yeah. this coffee, right? And if it's just like, I can say a thing and it orders that coffee, then that's a little <laughs> more limited. I think that's what it is, but... See, a workflow does really well with variables, so I have... I'm allowed Wait, to really? Okay. Code. Variables well, are in not. there, from what I hear. Like, those are magic variables, variables, like, all that stuff that workflow uses is apparently in there. They just, like, Siri just, like... Yeah, I never used it. it. I never used it a lot. I mean, only actually very, very minimally, but, I mean, just watching the demonstration, it didn't look... They didn't They didn't really punch that part anyway. Yeah, I agree. I, I love... Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, I wonder if that's just they felt like that was not... The audience? I don't know. It's developers. I guess right. that they figured the they didn't yeah, have to yeah. go over it too deep because Federico Vitici would. <laughs> I I love Federico Vitici and I love his source and workflow, but I actually think that he made me use workflow less because I'm like, well, I'll never be able to do it like him. <laughs> like, I'll never. <laughs> I can't. You've been Vitici shamed. Yeah. I was like, well, forget it. Like, he, that guy's got it. That's your fault. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's oh, only room for one person to be really good at workflow. 
That's how this <laughs> that works. That person is Federico. <laughs> we should just shut this show down then, I guess. Position taken. Listen, we didn't get shown in the Apple keynote. We don't. We, we That's know true. We, we did not. We did not. Uh, I, I hear we were a, a close second. <laughs> yeah. They were like, isn't that the one where the guy's an asshole about Phil Schiller all the time? <laughs> Wait, don't those guys swear a lot? They probably should. We probably should. Is that, yeah, right. is that the Schill Filler guy? Is oh, that... <laughs> no. Yeah, we can't have that guy. I'm surprised Phil Schiller hasn't had you marked for death. Who says he has? Who says he has? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> this is a long game. John and I are just trying to con you to the point where we can trap you in a room and murder you because Phil told us to, and we just do whatever Phil tells us to. This is why they keep summoning me to Cupertino. Now I, now I figured it out. I bet you're really excited that there's now stocks on the iPad, right? Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys? Mm-hmm. You excited about stocks? Who isn't? And the Mac. And the Mac. That's And, and that was like the shoe that dropped there, too, right? The uh, yeah. Turns out, those new Mac apps are actually kind of just iOS apps. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it's weird that they didn't do... Um, weather. Weather. <laughs> or, the, yes, or the calculator. I mean, I mean, I guess oh, there James, is a calculator James Thompson's already on really that. happy that they didn't do the calculator. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's nice for James. Yeah, they should have done weather, no question. Um, we also... Uh, I don't want to go too deep on it because we should talk about the Mac too, if you guys want. But uh, I think the screen time stuff is actually interesting. I have been... And this is somewhat a conversation for turning this car around. Uh, I've really been wrestling with when to get my oldest, who's going to turn 12 this year, an iPhone. Um, There are rules about how and when you can use it at school. But the idea that I could literally say you can't use your apps while you're at school is very interesting to me. Like, yeah. you can use the phone, and you can use yeah. texting, and that's it. Or maybe you can only use the phone. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like, I think the screen time stuff could be really powerful if it's implemented well. I also intend to take other people's phones and turn on screen time on them so that they can use their apps. <laughs> uh, well, you'll never be touching my phone again. <laughs> no one touches my phone. Yeah, Dan, I'm training, my face. I'm training my face on your phone to show you how much better it is. That, ex- that explains why it doesn't work very well for me right now. Um... <laughs> I think the iOS... I meant with the new super, the multiple face support. It was like in iOS 12, I'm going to do that. I haven't done that. I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, that one, uh, I'm kind of interested about that because I'm curious. They haven't really presented it as like set up another person on FaceTime. They presented it as set up an alternative appearance. So I guess like, yeah. it's like if, for your, if you're Clark Kent and Superman and you're like, oh man, I can only unlock my phone when I'm wearing my glasses, then maybe that's for you. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you tried to train it while you were wearing your sunglasses that it doesn't work with. Oh my god! I feel like I like would, if it just thought that your eyes had been gouged out, I would make it really angry. I think. <laughs> um, Please show me a face. <laughs> the uh, before we, I mean, well, this segues into the Mac thing, but the iOS apps on the Mac thing, like long term thoughts, long term possibilities of where this is going, because they, you know, they seem to say pretty, pretty strictly, like we're not merging these platforms. But right. Apple <laughs> likes denying things, and they, they even had a big no. They did, and then yes. Jaws later was like, we could have made it bigger if that would have like made you feel better. <laughs> yeah. They want you to be able to... I believe that this is... It's an appeal to developers, right? To say, look, you can have less work because a lot of your fundamentals of your app will work in multiple places if you code for our ecosystem. I'm guess that To me, that's the message, right? Like, look how yeah. easy it was for us to do this. Right. How that aligns with no... <laughs> is beyond me i don't see the no part just throwing that out there seems like a yes like i mean i i think they're answering a very specific question are you moving towards having just one os that's a no but are you moving so that basically the same paradigms and uis work on both devices clearly yes like literally yes that is what you showed right i mean i think the advent of ios apps but that's different i mean those are those are you know those are definitely different things though yes you're a different thing yeah (laughs) Uh, sorry i don't know (laughs) so to me the biggest news on the mac was um the app store the mac app store Mm -hmm. um not that they were gonna make it be like the ios app store which i literally never look at anymore with its editorial world do you guys check that each day like to see what the new story is in the ios app store i I, I do not i do no i don't either but panic in bare bones and microsoft and uh Adobe. uh, adobe coming back is interesting yeah um yeah. daniel jalkett does not think it's interesting <laughs> did you see his post about I, this? I did not i did not no he went deep on like cables tweet store and was like this is good and we're, one of the reasons we're excited is because you can do free trials in the mac app store now daniel has a, a, a nice and thoughtful post at red sweater his blog um where he's like this is not really free trials this is something else and this is basically apple 
endorsing a technique that Omni Group yeah. did before. And like it's not really a free trial because your app will show up as free, even though you intend for it to be paid. Um and it's it's like it's 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 a very confusing way to implement free trials versus Apple just saying, "Hey, here are actual free trials." Yeah, <laughs> and I, his points were very interesting. It's not on his red sweater blog. It's on something other other blog. So I'm going to try to find it for everybody. I think it's so the 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 scuttlebutt like that I've heard about that is just that like maybe Apple's not sure how many people will actually use that. with developers or users would actually like take advantage of that, which is simultaneously like okay plausible that apple thinks that but also at the same time it seems like free trials you know they've been around forever people do clearly use them and this seems like a cheap and dirty way to get that into the app store without actually committing a lot of resources to it is kind of my take but it is it is kind of not it's I, i agree with daniels in in some of that like that it's not it's not a great solution like it feels like Apple prioritizing their needs over the developers' needs, basically. Yeah, which it's um his surprising. points. I don't want. I want everybody to read Dan's post, which is on bit splitting. Um, Daniel's post, but it's on uh, it, one of his arguments is it doesn't work with family sharing, which is a problem if you have a family. Um, it's uh, like because that would mean you have to buy the app multiple times, which the developers may want you to do. I don't know, but since family sharing works for other things you buy, it's annoying. I don't know. He's got some really good arguments about why it's not great. I bl- uh, uh, totally agree. It's better than having nothing, but I was super excited when I saw the panic was going back and when Cable posted that and then Daniel shat all over it. Well, but, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. I mean, second that we've had that. <laughs> Still not a word. Um, he poo pooed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the interesting thing, I mean, that's only part of the equation here, right? Like the other part of it is that clearly, so, so BB edit and transmit and Coda, which is not Coda's not back yet, but I think there's the there's a they alluded a little bit to like maybe it's it'll get there. Uh, a part only part of the story is the free trial thing, right? Like part of the story was sandboxing, and sandboxing is still there. But I think Apple is reconsidering its approach to how sandboxing works on the Mac because I think they realized that just enforcing the same security models uh, style that they used on iOS doesn't translate to all the stuff people like using their Mac for and have been using their Mac for for 30 years. So I think they made a big deal in the presentation about we're going to protect your data and make it so that apps have to really, you know, essentially you have to give like consent for apps to get into your messages or your mail or whatever. Um, Rather than restricting what apps can do, it's about protecting your data. Like, so they kind of flipped it. Uh, and I think that's an interesting trend because it means maybe they're considering, well, maybe we loosen some of the strictures on sandboxing or open up more options on sandboxing and just do a better job of protecting the, the stuff that's actually really sensitive rather than just like trying to lock everything down in the way that we do on iOS, which doesn't really work yeah. here. All fair, Dan. Thanks. We agree. Thanks. That's why we're saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to one-up you, but cannot. Please take our silence as agreement. <laughs> Uh, silence is not content, John. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let us be very clear. That particular, that's why I had to say something. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad that you got, you said something about that. Please take our verbalized, vocalized silence. Exactly. <laughs> the silence was deafening. Well, dark mode? How do you feel about dark mode? I, I will <laughs> probably use dark, I will probably use dark mode. I'm one of those I'm just, people. I'm laughing at it. Go ahead. I'm probably I'm one of those people. I'm probably going to use it. Do you use the I mean the existing dark mode on OS 10? I do. Yeah, same mm. on one of my Macs. I do. Yeah, <laughs> on one of your Macs. Yeah, I, I use it on my iMac. Yeah, well, I, I only do it, it on, on my, my main MacBook Air, my, the one I use all the time. But well, some of it is because I'm because it's just mostly because I think it's just it was too much. Tr- I mean, I, I've never bought. I don't use the other ones enough to really bother. I think for me it was that. My MacBook Air is, you know, it's got like a silver bezel, so I use the light mode on it, and the iMac has the dark bezel, and it just it it blends mm. more nicely with the screen. That's I kinda, maybe that maybe that is it because my MacBook Pro is the dark bezel. Yeah, there huh. you go. That's my that's my logic. I think it's cool. Okay. I, I really it's all right. It's decent. I was thinking it's back to like Copeland twenty years ago when they talked about like dark mode. <laughs> it's like finally <laughs> themes. <laughs> Remember themes? <laughs> themes were like man. It's hard to believe that we cared about themes now. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember when we were so excited about like, look, make your back look crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, and I mean, I ran Kaleidoscope for years and, and tinkered oh, yeah. and like futzed with them and... Oh my God! What was I? What was I doing? <laughs> it's like looking back at a, a picture of yourself from the nineties. It's like looking back at a picture of yourself from the nineties. Well, like, what was I wearing? <laughs> oh God! There was no internet to waste your time on. Um, but do you? Uh, or less internet to waste your time on? Yeah. Right. Do you remember though when people were so angry about the trash can moving to the dock? I was thinking about that the other day. I'm oh, still yeah. a little. The trash annoyed, can needs to be in one place on my desktop at all times. You're still That's mad where about it? Belongs. Dan? A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, though. I mean, I'm not. There was a. There was. I think there was a thing that would move it back to the. Like it was some 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 sort of hack that you could do to put it back in the. Desktop. I had a hack for years where the dock was on the bottom but pinned to the right side. Oh yeah, and so the trash can was essentially always anchored would be to where the bottom it was supposed right. to be. Yeah, yeah right. And, <laughs> and I loved that, and they got rid of it at some point, and I was like, "No, I will never use." No, I just adapted. It's fine. What, what were you like it. again? Can you tell me one more time? No. I'll never use the Mac again. <laughs> was that a Star Wars reference? Yeah, that was a Star Wars reference. <laughs> whether he whether he meant it or not, I didn't mean it. That I, I never referenced it. that. <laughs> Dan, do you ever reference His that? Silences. <laughs> Dan, do you ever reference that? No. no! <laughs> <laughs> that one definitely was. Yeah, fine. <laughs> fine. This is why people listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. <laughs> Tune in and listen. Uh, so the Mac didn't seem like there's so much happening, but all right. I don't know. The they finder, care about it. the finder got a bunch of overhaals. Like I did not expect. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's got some, it's got stacks, it's got yeah. stacks. It's got like contextual actions. They've got like a new yeah. cover By the flow. Way, if you like me, did not watch the keynote, you have no idea what stacks are. Nobody's explanation without screenshots makes any sense. It's essentially so just maybe like I'm excited. Well, about it's, that. you know, you probably have you you've seen stacks before the, though, right? The doc. I mean, like I've like, seen stacks like in the dock. Now they can happen on the desktop as well. It's basically just a way of organizing all your files into like what like yeah. look, look like little. Yes stacks of icons so like it's, in the it's, dock. A, it's a folder only with a different visual paradigm kind see of, this is what happens yeah. when you don't watch the keynote now but they're shitting over it, it and you guys have to deal it, with it no but yeah, they, really. they it's organized automatically right like so if you say sort all my images and like it's clean up my my desktop by type of file right it makes a stack of all your images right so they're they're Yes, they are folder-like, but they are also dynamic in that it, you can change it rather than having to, like, drag stuff in and out of folders. You can say, like, oh, you know, sort stuff instead by, like, when I last worked on it. And it's like, here's a server of all your recent documents, you know? Um, it's just, it's a visual, it's a visual, it's a way to visually clean up your desktop and sort of collapse stuff. It's apparently not recognized by, like, if you go into an open dialog box somewhere, like, stacks don't show up there. It's just all your files. Like, it's really just on the desktop. Okay. <laughs> Sounds terrific. Do you keep a lot of shit on your desktop, Lex? Yeah, and then and I. This but is my for rule you. Is I just dump it into a folder, my fake desktop folder, which is literally what I call it. I used, desktop. you know, I used to do that, and now that I have the iCloud sharing thing on, I don't do it anymore. Um, mm. Everything is everything is now much much more organized. A place um, for everything. Screen, I have a separate screenshots folder. Screenshots no longer go to the desktop. Um, oh, my screenshots never went to desktop because I use the Dropbox thing where it moves into a Dropbox folder. I hate okay. that. <laughs> Oh yeah, it drives me insane because then I have to go open the folder and I'd like just wanted to drag this file somewhere. I just wanted it to. be Well, now I have easy. a. I mean, I have a sidecar. A sidecar. <laughs> I would whoa, love a sidecar. Whoa. Actually, that'd be really nice. <laughs> I'd love one on a motorcycle or on a drink. Yeah, either one. Say, I'm, I'm okay with um, both of those. A uh, what do you, what do you call the thing? The favorite on the side. Um, that's just screenshots, oh, so okay. I know where all my screenshots are. All right. I might, you can so which make, is actually which is actually better. It's actually now it's cleaner. I was amazed that they made changes to the screenshot feature, which has more or less been unchanged since like the very first days of macOS. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that was interesting. Like, that's that's cool. You can do you can do video captures without opening QuickTime, QuickTime Player, which is also kind of great. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I actually so, feel like there's so some nice up, updates. Lex. Yeah, shut, <laughs> shut up, Lex. You don't know what you're talking about. You didn't watch shit. <laughs> you didn't even watch it. God. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> well, you don't have to now. Yeah, now you guys talk me through it. It's like the podcast version. Mm, it was so much better. <laughs> actually, actually, maybe a little bit, but mm. Lex, you're you're. I mean, you're losing out on your cred here. We might have to replace I'm you doing, with someone else. <laughs> oh no! Is, is it, it's just it's going to be just those other two guys full time now. <laughs> <laughs> um, As opposed to most of the time. Do you know that I'm? Uh, <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> Do you know that I'm I'm talking in an emoji face right now? 
<laughs> I assume that always is the case with you. You're not wrong. Do you, uh, do, uh, uh fave icons in Safari tabs? I'm sure that's got your, your heart pitter patting. I am pretty excited about it. Not gonna lie. Am to I you. the only one who doesn't care about that? I don't know. I think it's nice. I'm glad because I can fair. read. I, you know, <laughs> that's here's the thing about the tabs. <laughs> I can, I can fucking read. <laughs> I think my guess in and your point is well taken. My guess is you have fewer tabs at a time. That's possible, but I still have a fair number of tabs. But okay, do you though? What? <laughs> Well, I have several windows open. This one has four tabs. This one has three Welcome tabs. Welcome to Counting Your Tabs with John Moltz. Four tabs and three tabs. I have two, two, uh, two windows open. You have four two tabs windows open, tabs. though. Why not just one window with seven tabs? Because uh, I Shoe organize them by... I organize them by things that I'm doing. Okay. So one has got, like, Mac stuff, Apple stuff, uh, and the other has got um, a personal stuff. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> it's finance. It's not oh, porn. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> for me, that's one and the same. That's I use. I use a Looking separate login. I use a separate off. login for that because that's the way you should do sure, it. Yeah, clean that's that. The other face that you log clean. in with. Use the private tab for yeah. that too. No, oh, well, you know what thing I don't ask, like? Ask Josh Marshall. <laughs> they, they made two changes to the iPad. One that I like, one that I don't like. I like that I can swipe up from the bottom and go home because uh, I do that on my iPad. I know what you don't time. like. I don't like Control Center going to that shitty place. Sorry. That's now, I guess that's the way it's going to be from now on. Yeah. It does Apparently. seem, it, it seems to pave well, the way pretty clearly for the fact that like there's going to be an iPad that looks like the iPhone 10, right? Like that seems like a no brainer to me too. Yeah. No home think, button, but yeah. face ID, that kind right. of jazz. Right. I, I, Why wouldn't they? I'm sad I about mean, that. Other than the fact, other than the fact that they've never brought 3D touch to the iPad. <laughs> yeah, fair point. I'm sad about that a little bit because I bought an iPad last year and I really like it. And I'm like, oh man, that new one's going to be really nice, isn't it? I'll buy your old iPad. Oh, okay. All right, we'll work out something. Work out a deal. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> well, it's good because I only need one person. Fuck you. Because <laughs> that would. Because I'm not buying you. half of an iPad. Yeah. But you need two faces. Can I'm I, not, can I I not time sharing yeah, an iPad. Can I with you just you in a timeshare on my 10.5 inch iPad? No. <laughs> no. I want to use it when I want to use it. Well, too bad. Um, anything else yeah. you guys want to talk about? Nope. No. All right. Well, that's all the things I want to talk about ever again. Okay. Well, I'll leave HomeKit on the Mac <laughs> until next week. Some other day. I don't know. That that just picked up a random feature. No I don't really about. care about that. Yep. No one cares because I don't have any HomeKit stuff. So that's right. You live in the dark ages. I forget. <laughs> well, kinda. You're not wrong. The dark mode ages. <laughs> dark mode ages. <laughs> That would be a good title, except Lex probably stopped recording like 15 minutes ago. I'm still recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not paying attention, but I'm still recording. <laughs>